The thing about the home and auto bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the home and auto bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the home and auto bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the home and auto bundle. <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Kunal, I've seen this movie recently. It's called Vicky Cristina Barcelona. So what about it? I like the third part of the movie. And why is that? Because Barcelona is where we're heading to next. Right. But by the time our blog goes up, actually, uh, Barcelona is where the, the, the thudding sounds, the thundering, stormy, new F1 engines that actually don't make noise are going to be there <laughs> with the cars. <laughs> and the second test is about to get underway. What are we going to expect? Kunal Shah, Rishi Kapoor get together on the Inside Line F1 podcast. The first thing we're going to expect is Ferrari to top the timesheets. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Or, Sauber will come second. On <laughs> <laughs> even better, even better. Mercedes will do a thousand laps a day and still sandbag. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Nico Rosberg will do about 90% of those laps. No, wait, 51% of those laps. Just to prove a point. Okay. And McLaren might just get 20 laps in a row and they'll all clap inside the garage. Yeah, 20 time lap is a good target for them. Trust oh, me. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to give it to you. 20 time laps could be the target on day one. But Dennis, that is the Ron Dennis, the menace of Formula One, says, oh, my target to get sponsorship these days is not limited to the title sponsorship because, well, gone are the days where he could get a title sponsorship and it's really expensive. And the only moral of the story to this whole story, according to me, is grapes are sour. <laughs> because, let's face it, Formula One wants every penny it gets coming its way. They want to grab it. Yes. For a change, I'll admit that Ron Dennis spoke sense. Mm-hmm. Initially, in the past, title sponsor would take 40 to 50% of the overall budget, but with budgets crossing hundreds of millions of dollars every year, it's difficult to get that much money. But hey, let me put it this way also, Rishi. Uh Out of all the five iconic teams Uh in Formula One, Uh it seems that McLaren is the only one that doesn't have a title sponsor. Ah. And Williams of all people have one. Yes, Williams has Martini, Ferrari, Scuderia, well, they don't have Marlboro, but they're still managing, they have a lot of money. Um, Ferrari is a title sponsor for Scuderia, Ferrari, if you go to see. (laughs) Much like Red Bull is for Red Bull Racing. Yes. Mercedes, AMG, Petrona, so they sort it in their own way. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to send each of these brands a release order Mm -hmm. because we've stated their names free of cost on our (laughs) podcast, boy. Even barter is welcome in that case. You but mean engine oil for your car, is it? Uh, you know, I don't mention. I just, you know, I give, I take. I'd rather take the V6 Turbo that Mercedes makes. Trust me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Put it on our skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but you know, he's gone around and been very snobbish and made a statement saying small teams, well, if you have less money, then have a little financial stability and have principles and have discipline. I mean, what is he trying to do? Be a bad Hindi movie villain? What is he trying to do? It's a classical third world and the first world problem. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, till the earnings of Formula One aren't standardized, uh-huh. I don't think anyone can talk of standardizing costs because in his own words, he said, listen, to compete, if it takes 50, to be competitive, it takes 150. Yeah, okay. I have the 150. Yes, exactly. So, well, he's Ron Dennis for a reason. <laughs> 
But what also happened is Formula One was gunning for some changes. Now, these changes were either going to happen in 2016 or 2017. To name a few changes, it was 1000 BHP engines, wider tires, a bigger two meter car, you know, that way. But what Ron Dennis says is, well, we need the time to change and adapt and 2017 should be the right year. Well, Mercedes said 2017 is what we want. Renault said 2016 is what we want. Well, Williams, nobody asked him. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari actually came with pictures, okay? Yeah. Look at all I'm going to discuss. It's somewhere on the link while you're listening to our podcast now. You'll see uh, the pictures of the new, you know, imaginary Ferrari that looks very sci-fi, looks very badass like that. What do you think of that picture? It looks really, really sexy, the car, no Ooh, doubt. Yes. It's a hybrid between a single-seater and a sports car. So, mm-hmm. it's like a hybrid Formula 1 car. I mm-hmm. don't know how it goes well down with the fans. Mm-hmm. But, seemingly so, mm-hmm. it'll be quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wouldn't know. What do you think, Rishi? You know, it it's so sci-fi. It looks like a physics lesson that will be driven by E.T. more than Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really sexy and all that, but it looks like... Speed racer more than Formula 1. I think the double wing should be brought down to a single wing and, and still we'll be close to Formula 1. Yes, and you know, one of the winglets should have the Inside Line F1 podcast name on it as well. You lovely man. <laughs> While Formula 1 is really worried about the future, they should think, they should be able to think about the present. This is a trap that they all fall into. Whether it's Mercedes still trying to uh, look into Lewis Hamilton's contract. I mean, what's the deal? Just sign it and finish it. These are PR statements. You just want stories around you. I mean, where will Lewis go? Ferrari's not going to take them. Ferrari has Vettel. McLaren's not going to take him because they already have an Alonso. Red Bull never wanted him. We all know that. Williams, he won't go to. Williams, he won't go to. Williams so, can't if just go and sign the damn contract because anyways, you're the faster car mm-hmm. and the faster engine till mm-hmm. the new regulations set mm-hmm. in. Okay, hmm. but having said that, hmm. Alonso went to a McLaren this year. Uh, we didn't predict that. And also, let me please tell Mercedes that, come on, man up now. Because it's quite simple, you know. You have the fastest car, you have another driver in Nico Rosberg that will easily win you the championships. So, you don't actually need a Lewis as much as Lewis needs you. Yes. Mercedes will have options. There's Hulkenberg, there's Alonso waiting. There's Botas. There's Botas. There are a lot of options. There's, there's probably even Pastor Maldonado for all we know. Another man that could affect the future of Formula 1, which has, who has very, very evidently shaped the past of Formula 1 is Adrian Newey. Adrian Newey could be a very, very important integral part of the Red Bull team again because the coming up rules, regulations make the engine and chassis again both equally important rather than the engine formula that we are running right now. Yes, and... Given Newey and his love for Formula 1, if there are more developments possible on the chassis side of things, where there are more aero gains and it, it isn't so engine biased, like you said, Rishi, mm-hmm. I don't see why he won't come back. Of course, Formula 1's gain will be sailing's loss. I love both sports from the bottom of my heart, you know that. <laughs> but bringing an Adrian Newey back is still not going to get us TV audiences. You and I should both know that. And so should our listeners. Yes, and, and what FIA doesn't know is we've lost... Uh, a lot of uh, viewership to Formula 1. But the stickiness has just gone a little a little more uh, loyal, if I may say, the, the, the viewership. So, earlier, if somebody was watching a race for 10 minutes, it's become now 15. And to the surprise of the whole world, viewership in America, that usually is not a Formula 1 market, has increased. Yeah, absolutely. You know, America is, is doing what they typically do. Mm-hmm. They're watching a sport which I expect or I don't expect a large part of the earthlings to not watch in the next decade. Yes, example, NBA. They have a world championship of NBA that starts, originates, finishes in, in America and yeah, it's still something 
<laughs> I don't know it's a world championship but it's but it's paying paying a lot of money. The Lotus team has turned around and said, "Well, Formula 1 needs marketing. DFOM needs a marketing department. You guys are just working like the Italian mafia. You come, you show guns, you say these are the rule changes, make the car, we make the car." I mean, that's not how it works. You've got to be more popular, and that's why other motorsports are overtaking us, and that's not right. And I think they have a point. They absolutely have a point. If I was the marketing manager for Formula One, Rishi, mm-hmm. I would do what Flavio Briatore has said. Yes, Flavio has come back with a very, very interesting idea. I am super impressed. I usually hate the man and his <laughs> accent and his stupid and his sunglasses. And his girlfriend as well. Oh, his girlfriend is damn nice. Yeah. His sunglasses are really ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so Flavio's idea is. He said that Formula One should absolutely be a drivers' championship, Woo-hoo! which I totally agree with. Okay, so what I think is the FIA should make all the twenty-four cars that is required in the championship, and then distribute it amongst different teams, and every team has their own color and their own marketing strategy. Absolutely, and let the teams run it as an independent business. Yes, where the business is about racing, mm-hmm. but not about building cars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then imagine if we have twenty-four equal cars on the grid. Mm-hmm. With Alonso, Button, Hamilton, Rosberg, and even Massa mm. battling it out, you you'll just probably reach a situation where even two hours of racing is probably less. What do you think, Rishi? It's still too less for me. I can talk about racing for two hours, but well, not a lot of people would want to hear me for two hours because I'm a little more noisier than the current day engine, but I'm not as sweet. So, in case you're planning to follow us, and you, especially if you're in America. Uh, in the United States, we are on the TuneIn Radio app. So, woohoo! My friend Kunal Shah has figured out another way to, to give us a face, and that is the TuneIn Radio app. We are uh, available over there, and all you have to do is hit the search tab and look for Inside Line F1 podcast, and you'll see a very nice thing, a very cool thing, a very happening thing called the Inside Line F1 podcast. As I just mentioned, Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor get together on the table to bring this for you. I hope it's really entertaining, even if it's not. Lie about it. Thank you so much. Happy racing. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.